All right, what's up everybody? It is November 12th, 2019. It's your boy, and I'm bringing you the first ever episode of the Barless in the Morning and Cash at Night podcast. I'm your boy, Cash. Almost called myself Barlos right now. That would have been all bad. He, I mean, you've done it enough times. I'm Barlos, by the way. Yeah, so um, all, uh, all jokes aside, we're going to start the podcast off with a little, uh, little shit-talking banter. So, Carlos, how have you been? Dog, I've been fucking tired. You've been tired? What you I been ha- tired of? I haven't, I haven't been sleeping right. Um, I'm working weird hours. And that's honestly about it. Also, Call of Duty kind of stole my life a little bit low-key. Ah, Call of Duty, yes. Yeah, Call of Duty, that's speaking of which, that game just came out recently, right? A few days yeah. ago? Yeah, well, like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, never mind. <laughs> See, this is how tuned I am with uh, Call of Duty, ladies and gentlemen. But apparently there's a mobile game, and I was hanging out with my friend yesterday, and she started playing it. So, uh, How's that? interesting. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's good? She's, she's making good. you look like a scrub? I don't play Call of Duty for very specific reasons, including I don't want to look like a scrub compared to a female, so... Wow, that's uh, that's very sexist of you, but all right. It's not sexist, it's pride, okay? That's even worse. Shut up. I was going to say straight pride, but nobody... Straight pride. And it wouldn't really work out too well. Uh, isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. It's beautiful to be me. Oh, by the way, Cash's about to smoke a blunt right now, and I can't, because I'm trying to keep a job. That's why you got to find jobs that don't drug test, like everybody. But they don't pay well. It can suck my fat... Blood rap dick. I don't give a fuck. For the record, uh, blunts are disgusting. So, Cash, how you been, dog? I've been good, you know? I've been good. Just chilling, you know? Trying to enjoy my marijuana without being hated on, but it's... We're still not past that point yet, everybody. We're still stuck in the in the, uh, in the old years where everybody hated on weed. Uh, it's not weed. It's just blunts. There's so many other ways to smoke weed now that it's like, blunts are like, what are you doing? Yeah, tell that to all the people who smoke bloods, but okay. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing not smoking weed? That's my question. Keeping a job. Yeah, other than that, I'm doing pretty good. I did a little uh, little research for our podcast. I got a lot of depressing oh, topics. Two seconds. I went to go see Jojo Rabbit yesterday. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? I gotta say, it's pretty fantastic. Like, hard belly laughs in the theater. Like, while watching it, laughing hard. Also, like, has moments where you just, like, get hit in the stomach with feelings. Ooh. But it's really, really good. Very well done. You know, I really like that. That's cool. A lot of, uh... A lot of, uh... Movies don't do that anymore. You just get, like, the shitty-ass cash grabs now. Like, I saw a review for The Addams Family. But here's the thing. Actually, you know what? Here's a little small rant, rant I want to go on. All right. How are people going to go out there and legitimately review children movies? Because there's no way in hell that the people who are making those are actually thinking of, like, hey, we're going to make this an emotionally impacting story that these six-year-olds are going to remember when they're 16. Like, no, that doesn't... I don't get that. I don't get why an adult would go and review a children's movie. Well, I mean, but, like, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's not about, like, it being a movie for children. It's just telling a story that is suitable for children. Like, you, you think back and you're like, hey, you know what? Avatar Last Airbender was a kid's show. Like, through and through was a kid's show. But 
was done so well that you were able to appreciate it no matter what the age was. But here's the thing, like that wasn't that was their intention though. And I'm just talking about for children's movies in particular, like it's not in my mind, if I was making a movie for kids, like it would be I throw in the dumbest jokes, the shit that I know would make my little sister laugh pretty much. And so I don't understand why people would legitimately review those movies as if they're like fucking God the Godfather or a Tarantino flick. Oh well yeah, if you're trying to make um if you're trying to like base a children's movie off like some super high quality artsy movie. Like if you're saying the lighthouse and like oh. Coco are the same movie. Like Okay, yeah, see <laughs> that wouldn't be a fair comparison. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a fair comparison having uh Coco in the lighthouse. Uh I mean Coco was super fire though. That but that's Pixar though. Pixar is always trying to make movies for the adults to come and see and be like, Oh my heart But they made cars. Oh fuck! They made Cars one through three, and yeah. they made the Mater spinoff too. Damn straight! Oh my god, I've seen all of those. No, I haven't. I, I saw the Mater one, but I and I saw the first Cars movie, but I never saw two or three. You're right. You know, okay. See, everybody, that's just a sign that no matter how good something is as your childhood, they're eventually going to become bad. No one can bat a hundred. Exactly, because there is no way in hell. Like, just remember, just think of Bethesda, guys. Think of how great they were. They made Oblivion, they made Fallout 3, and then they made Fallout 4. And you know, it was a it was a decent game. It wasn't really a Fallout game. And then they made 76. And that's a whole fiasco that's still continuing on to this day that they're still trying to make money off of because they don't have games coming out for like another year or so. so. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's, uh, that's one example. What's another good example of people starting off great? Oh, Rockstar. Oh boy. They make Red, Red Dead Redemption 2, but then the online is, like, catastrophic, pretty much, in the beginning. Oof. Well, I mean, you can't expect someone to, like, hit perfectly. I know, but you would have thought that they learned their lesson from GTA Online, where that was just that just became microtransactions, and nobody could do anything unless they played the game every hour of every day, or they spent 50 bucks on the fucking shark cards. That is true. That is true. That was a... Well, I mean, the thing is, it worked. It did work because they added so much crazy shit to that game, bro. It became Saints Row practically with the flying motorcycles and everything. Yeah. Yeah, like. And see, that's something I usually don't do is compare those two games because they're not really the same. Because Saints Row is fucking ridiculous. Shouts out to Saints Row. Not enough love for Saints Row. Saints Row is lit, bro. With its fucking, oh my god, all the, the character interactions and stuff, and how everybody's just. Super generic stereotypes. It's beautiful. I still think Saints Row Two is like a like an underloved game. Oh, that game is definitely underappreciated. I think that it deserves a lot more praise, especially with the uh, because that was that game was like when they started getting really ridiculous. Because Saints Row One was pretty much as a GTA copy. Yeah. And then they did Saints Row Two, and that's when it started getting over the top. Saints Row the Third was Oof. like. That was a big departure. Yeah, and then they did the Saints Row 4 where you're the president, you have superpowers, and you're punching aliens and No, shit. you're in the Matrix. That's right, yeah, you are in the <laughs> Matrix. And you figure out that everything's a fucking lie. Great. That's what I really need in a fucking video game, something that makes me think about real-life circumstances. Ooh. <sighs> Yay. <laughs> guys, don't side with him. He's just making fun of me. I know you guys will love me the most. 
out of the two of us. I promise. Yeah, sure. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful, I swear, okay? I swear. You promise? I promise. It's a swear to God. You're out here just blowing blunt smoke in my face, though, you know. It's a little rude. Hey, I was just doing that because I was ingesting the mic because I'm looking at the feedback here and it doesn't look like my voice is coming in through as much as I would love it to. A little, little, little scoot, little scoot of the microphone. Oh, oh! Let me get my phone off this surface then, so it doesn't vibrate and make loud noises. Cause you know I got the hose, ladies and gentlemen. I got the hose. You want to hit me up? Here's my phone number. It's four two zero six 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 sixty nine sixty nine. Oh, how cute! Yeah, that's totally my phone number. You guys should give it a call. Yeah, it's a proven fact. I've seen him uh, swimming in pools of pussy. And yes. Uh, and it's, if you guys kind of gross yeah and if you guys really think about that it's disgusting um <laughs> don't do that it smells bad you might want it you're gonna take hot showers twice a day for like three weeks it wasn't a good time I bet. the I bet. rappers really make it seem like it's gonna be great but oh god that smell so uh speaking of smells <laughs> you know what i'm smells. smelling when the rock is cooking, melon some fucking hip hop topics, ladies and gentlemen. What a transition! All right, so first topic I want to talk about is something that a lot of people probably know about, and that's uh, Drake getting booed off stage at the Camp Flognoff Festival. How beautiful of a thing was that? Not really. That's actually kind of fucked up, but it's funny at the same time. It's pretty rude, but it's pretty funny though. Yeah, just given the whole circumstances of why, of why people even booed Drake off stage, it was because he was. Everybody thought that Frank Ocean, for some reason, was going to perform instead of him because uh, Tyler Crater teased it on Twitter, I guess. And, um, you know, I don't know. People should have really been looking forward to Frank Ocean performing. That man doesn't perform. Like. Yeah, it would be a really huge thing, though, if he did, because, I mean, all this new music hype. The two new songs you just dropped, DHL and In My Room, they're both, like, pretty different from, like, you're used to hearing from Frank. See, and In My Room is perfect for that, too, because that's what he's probably been doing during the entire festival, has just been in his room making music. So, I don't know what a lot of fans were expecting, but that's why I don't go to festivals and shit, because this shit's expensive, and then people just feel like they're entitled to some crazy shit, and because they pay, like, $300 for a fucking ticket. But you get a lot of music, though. That is true, especially if you stay the entire time. Yeah. Like, if you really think about it, like, it's pretty worth it to do a festival, but, I mean, to get into the crowds of where everyone's going to be for the people you want to see, it's pretty rough. Especially if they're big-name people. But if you, like, if you actually know the names, you know the little small names that appear at the bottom, then you're going to... You have a great time. You're going to have a great time, because you're going to actually, like, be able to vibe with those bands. Like, I wish that there were more... Like, uh, it was showcase, like, you know, during, up, fuck, what am I trying to say? (laughs) That they were trying to, uh, that they would show more of the, uh, little less known artists, like, as, like, advertisement or something. That'd be cool. Like, advertise them more? What do you mean? Just because I feel like those, those, the smaller names on the list and stuff, it would be dope if they got, like, a little more recognition, because, you know, people are going to be going there and be like, oh, I want to see, you know, Tyler Crater, or I want to see, uh gold link or something yeah and i don't know i just feel like because i'm just a big supporter for local artists local smaller we artists yes i'm not gonna say little because that's every artist 
Yeah, that's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> There's a lot of music out there nowadays. That's why when people are like, hey, do you know this band? I'm like... Uh, no, because there's, like, 600. Which is beautiful, though. That's the beautiful thing nowadays. You can listen to any music. Which is why Spotify is great. Yeah. Oh, I remember once, I was going to go to a concert for this band, Beach Bunny. But I didn't realize at the time that they were not the headliner. They were the opening act. Oh, and I was like, I don't give a shit about anything else happening here. I came here to see the opening act, apparently. And That's beautiful. And they put on a great show. And then after that was this dude named Field Medic, who was, I mean, he was cool, but it was like, just emo music. And it's uh, like, yeah. it's fine, but it's like nothing I want to yeah, like, listen vibe, to all the time. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And it's just him with an acoustic, which is kind of interesting, but... That is interesting. Yeah, he played an acoustic and harmonica. But, I mean, it was good. I mean, I bought one of his shirts... That's happened to me Partly before. on accident, because I walked up to him and asked for a different shirt, because I was really high. And I went up to him, and I was like, hey, dude, let me get that shirt. And he's like, this is just me. Uh, here's my stuff. <laughs> and that was fun. That was probably awkward as fuck for him. He was like, this guy wants." He walked up to me and wants to buy the other band's t-shirt yeah. instead of mine. But no, nah, he was like, no, nah, that ain't about to go down. Yeah. So that, was, that was smart on his part. He was like, nope, you're buying my shirt, dog. Yeah, but I did buy his shirt and I did like his shirt, though. It was a good shirt. Good quality shirt. That's what I appreciate. See, that's a good thing. But then I ended up liking the headliner who's called Remo Drive. Reno Drive. Reno Drive? Okay. Yeah. And they're a rock band. Or I don't even know what they are. There are a lot of things. See, that's the other thing about music nowadays, too, is you can't put a genre on or anything. Everything's, like, just completely free. And just, like, you can make a hip-hop song that you have a fucking screamo chorus to. I listened to a fucking XXX Tentacion song that was, like, some fucking, like, guitar singing, rapping, and then it was some screaming it for the hook. It was crazy i just listened to it for my curiosity i didn't really like the song too much but rest in peace homeboy um one time i went to a concert and uh i knew who was performing like as the headliner it was a kid cutty concert but there was oh, okay. also it was tyler crater and uh i think taco jasper and damo showed up too oh okay damo was like the surprise guest kind of thing oh, okay cool um taco was doing the djing of course because yeah, he like thing. yeah like his uh, sister sid um but they did like you know all the songs that those three do together like i think taco and all that uh well not taco that's not the name of the song fuck i forgot the name of the songs but yeah they did all their music together and there were only like a handful of us in the crowd who were like fucking with the music everybody else was looking around all weird which is funny to say now because Tyler the Crater is so big and always carries Jasper and Taco with him everywhere he goes. But yeah. uh, Tyler or uh, Kid Cudi killed that shit. Well, yeah, but, well, I mean, I imagine like because Kid Cudi was so different from what Tyler was at that time, especially because like what this was what five years ago maybe. Oh yeah, or, this like, was definitely. I think I was in high school because it was back when I was kicking it with uh, a few homie. Yeah, no, high school friends definitely. Yeah. So this yeah, so like with. this was probably what either. Goblin it had to time, be, yeah, it had to be at least five years ago. Yeah, so probably around where Goblin was out, and not even well, maybe the OF tape two was out. Oh yeah, I think OF tape two was out because they were doing a few of the songs from that. Yeah, so like, yeah, that vibe is so different from Kid from Cudi. Kid what he was doing back then, yeah, that was before he did the Kidsy's Ghost with the uh, Kanye and all that. When he changed his sound up and started getting all weird. Oh no! Did you Not ever weird, listen but... to his? Um, oh, he made like a grunge album. 
No, I didn't. Yeah. You made a grunge album? Oh, oh. yeah. It was, uh, it was something. It was something. It was definitely See, something. I don't like trying to, I don't want to hate on artists when they drop a body of work and stuff because, you know, I'm an artist too, but like, you know, sometimes it's just, you got to be honest and just tell them. See, that's the thing. Somebody uh, on YouTube, Blackie Speaks, was talking about uh, Yes Men in hip hop, and I feel like that's a big thing for a lot of these artists who are like, who are super big back in the day and now are just releasing this like kind of, you know, way different stuff. Well, like, you, got, you got to kind of appreciate when an artist wants to do a different thing. Because if you do the same shit all the time and then you just like, you keep doing it, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? What am I still doing? Yeah, this no, for? that's true, but it's at least it has to sound good and like you got to at least have people around you who are going to tell you hey man maybe you need to wait a little longer to do this or yeah. maybe you need to bring in some more people who know the this genre of music kind of thing. exactly that's the thing yeah. people understanding the genre that you're trying to attempt you gotta you gotta work with those types of people which i feel like a lot of artists don't do they feel like because they're in music and they know people that they can just gather like this team of people who are in the genre and then bring out this body of work like, like I was listening to Denzel Curry do a cover for Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Interesting. Yeah, and he fucking kills that shit. Like, he could totally be a rock singer. Oh, yeah, he like, could. Just the way... No, the way he fucking raps, bro. <laughs> Sounds like he's doing, like, a crazy, fast-paced guitar song. Yeah, like... He's... Yeah. I really like Denzel Curry. I fuck with what he does. He, You know what his flow reminds me of? It reminds me of, like, a system of a down song. You know kind I of feel like I, yeah like I, the intensity yeah yeah i feel like he could definitely he probably listened to them a lot most definitely because he's our generation and there that music was yeah. super fucking popular when we were younger yeah most definitely shouts out the system of a down too bad they're not together anymore but hey bro they're doing a reunion tour again yeah, another one i remember I when so. we were like middle school and they did one yeah i think they're only gonna do like three venues though ah, of course i mean it's gonna be exclusive and i'm pretty sure a lot of people don't really know who they are because they're gonna be within like out like our age and a little like early 40s also rage against the machine also gonna do a reunion tour oh nice yeah that i i'm thinking about going to la to go see that because that sounds fucking awesome that does sound awesome that sounds amazing actually yeah all right all right so you know what i was we were talking about uh, we're talking about artists changing we were talking about festivals and stuff you know um (laughs) The Camp Flognaw Festival is probably one of the like most dope ones, I think, in my opinion, because Tyler Crater is such a dope artist and person that he in- invites so many different artists. Because, you know, you... you I don't know. He, like, I was talking about the giving people a spotlight. That's what I feel like mm. he does. Almost oh, definitely. Which is really good, because... Like, he re- Realistically, Tyler Crater is the reason I listen to Frank Ocean, the reason I listen to Caliucci's... Um, oh, Callie Uchis is yeah, lit. Dude, her music's her so music good. Her music is fire. She did a song with Mac Miller that they released after he passed away. Yeah. That was really good. Great. Yeah. But yeah, like, he's put me on a bunch of artists that just, like, I now really appreciate. Yeah, he's he's great for doing that. I'm really glad that Tyler's out here doing that shit. Shouts out to the Tylers in the world. <laughs> Shouts out to that one Tyler, please. Yes, and also Tyler, Texas, everybody who lives there, I'm going to be sure to make sure this entire podcast gets broadcasted to your entire little town, because that'll actually work, because that's a small amount of you. <laughs> All like six you of you in Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas, from Tyler Cash. Uh, Tyler Cash. Yeah. That's what the T stands for, guys. Transvestite. Oh, not that. 
Well, you know what? Actually, that's a great segue, Barlos. Speaking of so, sexuality, uh-huh. um, we're going to talk about T.I. and his daughter. Oh, that is fucking weird. Yes, it is. Especially because... Oh. Not even... Dude, what is this? The fucking Middle East? Like, uh, that that's is. some, like, crazy shit. What does he... What would he do to her if she, like, doesn't have a fucking hymen? Is you he going to beat her ass or some shit? Like... Kill her? Just like the fact that fucking, she's 18, he's still doing that still do, shit. He's still, he, you know, like if even he was, do, doing it at all. I was gonna say doing that at all. Like I try, I try to think as we're talking about it. Like what age it would like in my mind would be like. You know, I'm kind of okay with him doing that, and I'm like, no, not at all, because that's so yeah, fucking that's weird so... and invasive in somebody's body. Like, what is that shit? You know, and the way he like talked about it too, like. He talked about it like he was proud because they just kind of, he brought it up a little bit. I don't even know why this man brought that shit up, honestly. Like, that's something I feel like you don't talk about outside I, I of ever. Know. Like, especially if you're doing that. Like, you should know, especially this day and age, how people are going to react to that shit. So, I just think it was weird that he was, like, just so confidently telling people about it and just, like, and, like, you know, people thought it was, the people he was talking to thought it was a joke at first. But, it wasn't. Yeah, and it's... <clears throat> it's a rough situation just like it's just it's really just fucking weird there's no other way to put it if you're checking if your daughter still has her hymen intact which can be broken in thousands of ways like oh, it's yeah, not it's only proven. through intercourse like what the fuck <laughs> oh dude i know and he's he, and it can grow back too that's the other thing is it can, if, like, without, like, you know, enough contact or whatever, it can come back. So, that's the thing, also. He just needs to, I don't know why, homeboy needs to be tripping. He's T.I., he's got, like, businesses and music and all kinds of shit he should be worrying about. I mean, I know it's crazy coming from a fucking random-ass dude in San Diego like me, but for fuck's sake, bro, you can't be doing that. I would never do that to my daughter. I wouldn't even be comfortable enough to ask her about her sex life. Ah, <laughs> uh, bruh. I mean, I feel like it's important to talk about those things, but, like, talk about those things. Don't just be like, hey, I need to check. Yeah, we're going to the doctor real quick. You want to go see Dr. fucking Fingerstein? He's going to check your coochie to make sure you haven't been riding horses. <laughs> yeah. Which is a euphemism and also a way you can break a hymen, so, ha. You guys are going to love that You can break it swimming. Like I know. You can break it fucking... <laughs> it's so wild. Yeah, there's it's 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 ridiculous that a person... <coughs> this grown-ass man. It's, like, so creepy, too. Like, I just think about it. Like, he's just sitting in the fucking office. He's just... He's just there. Is he in the in there with them? Like, no, I, no, he just read off results. Like it wasn't oh, okay, like he was okay. in there. Okay, thank fucking god. I was gonna say which we is did. yeah, that's even weirder. We'd have we'd have to have child protective services. <laughs> no, come she's check eighteen that shit. now. She could just leave. That's true. Which is also exactly another reason why it's super weird. Like you were saying. Yeah, especially now that like, like a bunch of people know this now because he brought it up. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Why did you talk about it? Like, there's no reason to tell people about this now. You just look bad. And people are just going to clown on you now, which people are. I believe um, 50 Cent and somebody else started clowning on T.I. for that. And you fucking watch out. Ludacris is going to come out of retirement just to start a beef with him again over this. That'd be hilarious. Ludacris is underrated rapper. He is an underrated rapper. 
Like, just because he kept doing features of nonsense songs, but that boy could fucking rap. <laughs> Yo, yeah, his, his music on his features is... Yeah, it's definitely out there. He's got ducats, though. Shout out to this man for being in the Fast series. That's super fucking profitable for him. Yeah. You can, like, seriously, those movies are low-key kind of bad. They're dope, though, I feel like, in terms of just action, like, pure action movies, but it's fire. This man gets, like, probably fat paychecks because he's in those fucking movies. Tokyo Drift, I will defend till I die that it's a fantastic movie. Yes, and also I will defend the fact that that movie is a fucking sequel for a movie that they didn't make for years. Prequel. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Prequel. That's what I meant. Prequel to number four, I think. It, no, no, no. No, five. No, no, five, yeah. Fast five, because it's that's like, when the white, the girlfriend yeah. died, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to Tokyo. Yeah. And, and then, then they show, I th- didn't they show like a scene or something from that movie of him dying? Yeah, where Han dies. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking weird way to, like, put the chronology of your movies. I'm glad they didn't forget about it, though. I love that they brought the actor back, and he looks terrible. I know, he looks looks so much older, and, like, they... Oh, God. It's beautiful. It really is. You could tell that they thought it was because he was Asian that he wouldn't look any different, but sorry, guys, like, that's a stereotype. Oh, no, 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 not about Han. I'm talking about the, the white dude. That was the, oh, the guy who learned how to drift. Yeah. And they brought him back for like that one scene to be like, oh yeah, Han's dead and I'm upset. <laughs> I know, and he was supposed to be that age from that fucking, from the movie. Like, come on. Yeah. Bro, I always find stuff in your fucking chair. What the <laughs> fuck? A magnet for questions about your health. Call our nurse advice line. Oh, it's for Molina Healthcare. That's cool. Shouts out to Molina Healthcare. Um, they just uh, summoned a fucking card from the heavens to our goddamn couch, and Barlow's just pulled that shit out and showed it to me. So, yeah, they're open twenty four hours apparently, and um, they speak English, back, Spanish, back and TTY. TTY. <laughs> and yes, back to uh, Fast and Furious being an amazing franchise, except for like four of those movies. So. What are you saying? Like, I will say the movies aren't good. Well, Fast and Furious one was great. Was a fun movie. Yes, because it was Two, the first one. It's great and terrible at the same time. Isn't the second one where it's just um, the the white guy? I forgot his name. Fuck, he died too recently. Um, Paul, no, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah, Paul Walker. Wasn't that the one where it was just him and Tyrese Gibson and yeah. those other two guys? Yeah, that one was weird. That that's one, where Ludacris got Yeah, that's kids. that's the one where people people don't really remember that movie because there wasn't Vin Diesel and everybody likes Vin Diesel. But yeah, that one was bad but good. Yeah, it was it was great and trash for the same It reason. was great because they had Paul Walker trying to act like a black guy. Uh, I don't know about that. No. I definitely feel like he was like they gave his dialogue to be a little. I might be remembering this wrong. Am I? I have think to, I think you might, might be. have to cut this out post uh, edit and just no, put no, a this is all put a in. sound of a of a cat meowing for just like the <laughs> solid twenty seconds that I was talking about that, and then just cut into this now where and everybody will completely be completely confused. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a rant right now. So the third movie. What was the third movie? Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. The but best did, movie. did that count as the third movie though? Like, was that it, Fast it, Three? Like realistically, it came out as the third movie. That was the third yeah, that movie was the in third the movie. But it was like this four and a half. Yeah, it was. It was Fast Four and a Half. Yeah. Pretty much. 
we I'm gonna I want a petition now to rename Tokyo Drift to Fast and the Furious four and a half. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, because you can't ever forget about that. That movie was great. Ah shit! I gotta I gotta call someone. You gotta call someone. Yeah. All right. Fuck. All right. All right. Should I uh, should I pause the podcast? All right, Sorry about for, that, wait. ladies and gentlemen. That was a uh, slow little slight uh, intermission there. Short little intermission. Because I gotta do a bunch of things. Yes, he does. He is a busy, busy man. And he is out here doing this podcast for all of us. You should thank him. Um, Shouts you, out to me. <laughs> find him on Instagram as that guy you're not aware of. No, that guy you're aware of. It's too long of a name, and I gotta change it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bruh. That, loud, that laugh is gonna come in loud as fuck, because yeah, I was going like right this, there and I was like, whoop! I already, yeah, no, that was all bad. Alright, so, um, we're gonna, we're gonna continue <laughs> on, on track. to our topics. Um, speaking of beating the mic up with my words... We're going to talk about Eminem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I am the king of transitions, ladies and gentlemen. If I could just have an award for you, that'd be be so great. Bruh, I'm so fucking great at this shit. All right. So we're going to talk about Eminem's little leaked song about Rihanna. Because, you know, I just want to talk about this because that shit came out years ago, you guys. I hadn't heard about this, so I have no idea what you're talking about, but go oh, on. Oh, you didn't? All right, well, no. that's a good thing. So, apparently, he made, like, a fucking bar about um, when Chris, ba- Chris Brown beat Rihanna uh-huh. back in those years. He was like, he said something about, like, oh, yeah, I side with Chris Brown. I beat a bitch down. Um, she gave me, like, an STD or something. Or something about making his dick itch. And then he was like, no joke, Rihanna, where'd you get the um, VD at? Or some shit. Uh, yeah, super okay. crazy. And um, apparently, like an altered version of it was put on a Bob song in 2011. But okay, again, that was 2011, eight years ago. And I think this verse was written like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. whenever that fucking happened. Um, and it's it's just funny that it's catching headlines because why are people tripping about that? Because I know they worked together, but that was way after that, pretty much. Yeah, like there, the the I imagine it's either it was a payday or there's no animosity. Like, and I don't like. I'm, and it's Eminem too. Is so weird. Like I, I imagine it was probably a joke because that's just what he does. I know it's Eminem. Like, yeah, he said he he wrapped out Kim Kardashian, having her ass be big. Right, he made that music video with her ass growing huger and huger on him, and that is like actually exactly what happened. In real life. You are correct. You are correct. Barlow's just pulled out a baseball bat from the couch. I'm telling you, we need to make this just a little fucking skit where we just find what we can find in the couch because... For the what? record, I found a knife in here the other day. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was Is just, the couch trying to kill us? It might be. Uh, it was when you were having a good time after we went to go drink. You were having a, ooh, not nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> People, let me tell you something. Don't drink IPAs too much because apparently they're super fucking powerful and I wasn't ready for that. Because I only had three and usually drinking three beers makes me slightly drunk. I was fucking destroyed. Like I had 70 shots. I felt like I was drugged. It was beautiful. It was horrible. I tried to ask for someone's phone number and I'm man enough to admit that was a terrible idea. 
Well, and I remember that. That's the sad thing. I was supposed to drink to forget, but it didn't work. But yeah, like I found a knife in here last time. I gave it to Robert. Yeah. Oh, a knife. A whole knife? I like a knife. A whole knife. A knife. Now, that's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a baseball bat. That's well, a... this is a little baseball bat. <laughs> a little slugger. It's a little slugger. Ha <laughs> ha. Get it? Because it's a small baseball bat. You know what else is a baseball bat? And is a strike. Oh, please. I didn't have a transition ready. Or, well, a thing to follow the transition. So we're going to talk about lamb and rice. Lamb My and My favorite rice. dish at any Middle Eastern bistro. Just kidding. It's an actual EP that's about to be released by Action Bronson and Alchemist on uh, November 22nd. Shouts out to Alchemist for every goddamn thing he's ever done. Because he doesn't say. miss. His production is always fucking great. This man has been one of the most consistent producers for fucking years in the industry. All the way back to where he did that um, album with Damo. Oh my god. Yo. That was a dope album. That was... Damo is one of the most slept on rappers from that group. Because he does... He stays making fire music. His new shit's low-key a little weak. I'm not a big fan of his newer music. You think so? Yeah. I I heard a feature by him. That was pretty dope, but that's a feature, and usually I feel like artists go a little harder on the features. Oh yeah, it's their pro- it's like a promotion. They're getting paid to promote themselves. Oh, that is true because they do have to. They do require money for this. Like think about all of Eminem's features. Eminem's features, more times than not, go way harder than a lot of his music. That's true. He does like, yeah, that's true, and he'll stay on topic about something and not like be like all this crazy wordplay too, which makes it a little better because you know, that's the whole idea of features too. Because usually they're like a concept song or something yeah um like uh shake that ass yes beautiful song till i collapse yes shake that ass for me shake that ass for me that is my favorite nate dog song rest in peace not uh, really what's your favorite nate dog no, song? of course not <laughs> sounds so fucking generic no my favorite my favorite one is the one with ludicrous where he you know i got hoes <laughs> I got ho whoa woes and different area codes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you guys imagine if he fucking wrapped it like that? That would be a little creepy. A little. Just have a whole. Just have somebody. Oh God, like that whisper song by uh, Ying Yang Twins. Ying Yang Twins, yeah. Banger. <laughs> you guys ready for some ASMR? I'm about to get right up into the mic and whisper. If you fucking whisper into this mic, I will hit you with this baseball bat. Hey, you don't need to be so violent, sir. That's not nice. You know what? Violence needs to stop, especially in hip-hop. Which brings us to our next God topic. damn it. <laughs> which is actually kind of a sad one. Um, rapper Badass has died in jail, and um, not too many people know about him, but he was actually uh, one of the G-Funk rappers, pretty much, with... Uh, Sorry, not G-Funk. Uh, Dog Pound Rappers with uh, Snoop Dogg and, you know, Daz and all them and Corrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did He did a pretty fire song. Fuck, I forgot the name. I literally listened to it today when I saw the news. Um, yeah, he died in jail. And, uh, yeah, we talked about this earlier when you first came through, but uh, damn, bro. It's crazy that uh, he was only in jail for, like, a short amount of time, apparently, and then just up and died. So I don't know... Nobody, no details have been released as of yet, as of, you know, what I've seen. 
they probably won't say anything for like the next couple days uh but it is unfortunate yeah it's a it's a sad situation but we have no idea what happened we know he was in there for a shitty reason yes uh it was because he hit his wife um what do you call it battery pretty much um domestic violence so i don't know he you know was also associated with dog pound and they're well-known crips so it could have gone that could have boiled down to it because there's a lot of people who are in hip-hop who still continue like their game baiting and everything or you know there could be people who are in prison while he was doing that who didn't forget him because he might have done something like killed a friend or some shit so you never know there's so many different things that can go in all you can do is speculate till the information comes out exactly but you know hearts and prayers out to badass dog pound and his family that shit sucks yeah Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself um yeah by the way Hey, you know what? Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about that, you guys. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in conspiracy theories. I'm also a big believer in obvious shit like <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein not killing himself in prison for fuck's sake. Mm. Anybody who believes he did is stupid. He didn't do that. There's okay, no that's way. A little, that's a little aggressive. Like, Okay, that was a little aggressive. I got to dial that back. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I totally, I, I agree on the front that I don't think he killed himself because uh, he didn't. Um, it was way too sketchy of a situation. You know, I just have to apologize for how I came through earlier. That was really mean. Um, <laughs> all I want to say is, if you guys want to cancel me, it's okay. Cancel culture's a thing. Please cancel cash. I'll say the N-word if you want me to. Don't do that. Nipple. Wow. Okay. Yep. Wow. Canceled. We're gone. Canceled. We're gone. All right. I'm not cut, canceled. Cut. Cut. We can't do this anymore, you guys. Um, all right. We're going to go back and talk to Jeffrey Epstein. Speaking of cutting, he got cut off from the rest of society in jail. Ha! And he didn't kill himself. Um, so if you guys don't know too much about Jeffrey Epstein, he was a dude who, uh, you know, he did stuff with kids. He was a kitty diddler, pretty much. Um, and no, he facilitated kitty diddling. You know what? He probably did it too. There's a chance. There's a high chance because a lot of you know a lot of people don't know this, but there's a lot of like pedophilia in the government. It's been a thing since Greece that like rich people get down with little kids, so especially little boys, which is super fucked up. But that explains why it's still a thing now. You guys want to look it up? Eh, I don't know if that explains. No, it. I, I know, bro. Like it, there's a lot because no, back in the day, that's Greece was like you know the first republic and everything. So, uh-huh. you know, I feel like for which it stands, I one feel like under America God. is insanely like just a clusterfuck of all these different historical pasts of different governments and societies. Mm-hmm. I don't know because because we're a republic. Yeah, even exactly. though people say we're a democracy, we are a republic. Democracies? No, we're definitely not a democracy because we don't have prime ministers and all that. Those are real democracies. But um, yeah, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> we're talking, talking about how homeboy facilitated um, pedophilia in the air, pretty much. So he would like get really rich people onto his airplane, and he fly them his up. Islands. He had private islands that people would go to. That's no, it was it was that too, but it was also they would do it in the in the air too, like on the plane, like have you know like little kids come and pour them drinks and like you know 
child prostitutes on planes. There's people who, like have prostitutes on planes all the mm-hmm. time, but in this case, they were children. It was children, yeah. So it was terrible. And um, he also did it on the private islands, like Barlow's mentioned, and he got caught up for it finally. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the people, a lot of people who think are like you know, Bill Clinton. A lot of uh, very prominent people in the government had him killed because he had obvious dirt on them because they would go with him to the private islands and also in the air and do stuff with the child prostitutes. So it's kind of obvious. See, I think prostitutes the wrong word because that means like they're getting paid and stuff. I think they're just slaves. See, I'm just using that because that's the uh, the law term, child prostitution. But yes, he is completely correct. There was no payment involved. This was this is child trafficking, actually, child endangerment, all kinds of bad stuff. Um, it was a good thing he got put in jail. It's too bad that he got killed before he could say anything about anybody. Yep. Because that could change a lot of stuff, especially like in the political climate we're in now. But. I mean, don't listen to me. You can just research it yourself. Go and I ahead. mean, coincidentally, Trump's name was on his um, his log for all the people that came onto his planes. Whoop! There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what to tell you, but the government is messed up, and I don't know what we can do. It's hard to say. I mean. There's a lot of people who say we could be like, you know, socialist government or something, but even socialist governments aren't that great because one of the biggest socialist governments, um, Sweden, right? Yeah, Sweden mm-hmm. is like one of the most racist countries in the world. So yeah. that's something. Um, so, you know, again, we're going back to the batting 100 thing. I guess that's the theme of today's podcast is nothing can be perfect. You got to just take the good with the bad and just figure out how you can live your life ladies and gentlemen yeah well like well a perfect example is a jojo rabbit the um the way the the there's a quote at the end of the movie that's um that learn to live with everything with the beauty and with the terror because feelings aren't forever wow that's some deep shit from a movie about a rabbit yeah i'm impressed and um what were we talking about? Yeah, we were talking about this on the podcast earlier, about the whole children's movie stuff. Like, see, that's a mm-hmm. good thing. Like, that's obviously something that they're intending for people who are on the grown, more grown side to see that and be like, oh, you know, like... Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what Jojo Rabbit is about? No, of course not. You I have no idea what Jojo Rabbit is about? I have not seen the movie. Oh, my... Well, have you even seen the trailer or anything? No. I mean, oh, my God. I will read the synopsis. No, please don't. I'm going to give you a synopsis right now. Please. Jojo Rabbit is about a kid named Jojo who lives in Germany during World War II where he wants to be a Nazi. Oh, shit. And his best friend is his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler, who's played by Taika Waititi. And he goes to a camp for the weekend to learn how to be a Nazi. And that's the movie. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you thought so this was a kid's I movie? feel stupid. And... I want to apologize for my stupidity again. Um, I don't know anything, anything about anything. 
<laughs> so we're going to talk about something else before I make myself look stupid again. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to talk about Burner's new album, which is a grand total of 22 tracks. 10 tracks too long that I didn't listen to at all. I listened to some of it, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, my favorite song from what I listened to was, you know, the... Uh, it's called La Plaza, and it was the title song, La Plaza, that was my favorite, because it had Snoop and Wiz on it. Okay. I feel like it was dope. Wiz's verse was low-key super fucking weak. I don't know what he was really? trying to talk about. Yeah. He was just jumping topic to topic. He didn't even low-key... He was low-key not even rhyming on some of his shit so and just like I don't know it sounded like they just threw him into the it sounded like he freestyled it which is you know okay but if you're gonna do that you're gonna at least do a good job mm-hmm. cause I'm pretty sure Snoop goes into the studio and freestyles his shit so I don't know if he still does that but he did do that in the beginning when he first started so I don't know but I uh, there were a few there was this one Hispanic dude that uh, was on the project with him that he did like three straight songs with him featured on, and which were pretty good. Oh, and Burner himself was pretty good with his verses. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was the production on it? Oh, it was fantastic. It was very good. Nice. Yeah, his name is uh, Cosmo. Was Cosmo. a Z. Oh, okay. Yeah. He had Cosmo on there uh, for yeah. Two songs. Yeah, two songs, and he had a uh, De La Ghetto. And, uh, well, he has, yeah. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but he has, you know, all the fucking stoners, pretty much. He's got Fat Joe, there's Cypress Hill, there's Wiz, Snoop, um, I already said Cypress Hill. And, uh, he's got a song with Chris Brown, too, which we were talking about earlier. Because I like Cypress Hill, I like Fat Joe. There's just one song with each of those guys. So, cool, I got two songs to listen to. Out of 22. See, maybe that was the whole point. <laughs> maybe he just wants you to listen to one couple, one, a couple songs, and then you just pick those and be like, damn, this is fire, and you just bump that multiple times and give him all his streams. I mean, that's kind of a decent strategy, to be honest. If you put out a big body of work like that and you're known, you can do that. I feel then like. how much did he pay for all these features? You know, I feel like he's... That's a good question, actually. I don't know. Especially for, like, Chris Brown, who I know will charge a lot. I'm pretty sure... Talk to I, him personally? I feel like... No, because it's Chris <laughs> Brown, bro. I don't know Chris Brown is, like, being rich like that. He posts all kinds of videos about that shit. Like, with him and those cars and everything. Huh? So, I mean... Cypress Hill, I feel like, would do it just because it's Burner. And I feel like so would Snoop Dogg, because I feel like they're friends. I don't know, though, personally, though. Yeah. Shout out to Burner though, because he he's made like weed strains that are super fucking popular. Um, Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Yo, boy, we gotta thank him for that because he's the whole reason why that's even a thing. Um, and that's like everybody's favorite strain, pretty much. Um, let me think. What else is dope on that album? You know, I feel like that kind of wraps it up for that topic right there. Wow, that is that is almost nothing. Yeah, all right, you know, you know, I wanted to see what you would say, but you said I mean, there was not a whole lot to say. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was twenty-two tracks of, uh, you know, I'm gonna just say this to anybody who's listening because I feel like a lot of people who will be listening are you know people who are starting up music or have been in music for a few years and don't have like you know a big following or anything. Do not release full projects. Until you have a decent following, because 
especially with people's attention spans nowadays, they are not going to listen to that full thing once they learn about you as an artist. They're going to want to listen to the one song, one single, and be like, oh, I like this. And then they want to go to another single, and then that's it. Because a lot of people aren't going to want to sit there and listen to a 12-track thing anymore. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people. I think 12... I'm not speaking for myself. I love listening to albums. I think 12, 13, maybe even 14 songs is right around a good amount of songs. Yeah, see, and you can't... you there's, There's, like, really good examples of artists where it's obvious when they drop a full project that they didn't even care about a lot of the songs, and then it's just the single songs that they already released and then slap onto the album were the ones that they cared about because they were the singles. Um... Migos does that if he has done that before. Um, I feel like I think it was No Labels, three maybe. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm gonna look stupid again. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you're starting off, do singles. Just release a lot of those. Um, I'm not gonna give you all the strategies because I'm a starting artist and I don't want to give away my strats because I gotta be the first to do stuff. Ooh. Um, if you're in San Diego, though, you got to look out for uh, T-Cash Wanted posters, though. And um, I might announce a little uh, competition if you collect or if you take a picture and find, like, 15 of those or something, I will give you an ounce of weed. Really? Yeah. It sounds like you haven't thought this through. I haven't thought this through, which is why it's not official. <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> Quote me on that at all. It's, I haven't thought that through. Barlos is right. You better, you better give people an ounce of like really shitty weed. Oh boy, you know, I'm gonna give them fucking dust. I'm gonna give, <laughs> Just dust. I'm gonna give them straight up powder from the weed, bro. Like the shakiest of the shake. Bro, just throw shake and then throw like good keef in there. You'll, you'll, it'll, it'll even oh, itself out. see, that's a good idea. He knows how to rip people off. I was just kidding, but Barlow's probably done that a few times. Classic strats, dog. <laughs> see, don't trust Barlow's. You trust. Here's cash. here's what you do. You get an ounce of shake, a real cheap shake, and then you grind up maybe ten grams of really high quality weed. Collect all that keef and sprinkle it into the shake. You have basically mid to upper grade weed there. Damn. Holy shit, this man knows what he's talking about. Alright. Strats. Hey, uh, Barlos, you trying to sell weed or what? No, I just know how to. Damn it. You know, I was I was thinking, <laughs> we starting a, starting a business, bro, you know? You know? You know? I'm not about to sell weed for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, I'm not talking about weed. I'm talking about just anything. Like a food business. Restaurant business. I'm good in restaurants. I know the restaurant business. Ooh, look at you, Mr. Restaurant Man. I'm a restaurant tour, dog. Ooh. I worked at Chipotle under a restaurant tour, okay? I'm just fucking kidding. No, that is not that is not an accolade. If you guys ever work there, they try to tell you that if you if you work at Chipotle at, under a restaurant tour, which is like the highest position you can be when you still work in a fucking restaurant, um, that you get opportunities in life. Like like you will everybody will want to hire you that is not a guarantee nobody cares about that outside of Chipotle and I don't know why I believe that I believed it for like a year and that's why I left after another year I also got electrocuted shout out to Chipotle for that they didn't get uh, my managers when I worked there did not give a shit that I got electrocuted they actually tried to blame it on me um and uh one of the managers said uh 
that I faked how bad it was so I could get out of work. How did you get electrocuted? Alright. So, I was pulling out a socket, uh-huh. right? And a little piece of the metal was still kind of partly inside the, uh, the uh, socket. Mm-hmm. And so my finger touched the other part of the metal on the other side. So the current went through me and my hand was wet because I had just washed something. Oh. And um, the, yeah, it like paralyzed the fuck out of me. And it was confusing because I literally had tacked it. And I got so badly electrocuted in my hand. I wasn't even like that wet or anything or any of that shit. Yeah. And I guess the fire department came by the check because when somebody gets electrocuted, they have to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, the socket was melting Really? Yeah, so it was already, like, the there was too much, ele- like, there was so much electricity pretty much coming out of that, that plug that it was mm-hmm. melting, it was causing so much heat that it melted the fucking plastic that is supposed to insulate that. Yeah. And, yeah, that's how I got electrocuted pretty much. And I, I actually had to call OSHA to have him fix it because the fire department told him about it. Chipotle did nothing. And I was told about it by a coworker, and I had to call... OSHA yep. and tell them about it and as me- immediately they came in and fixed it somebody call- told me about it and I was like oh why did that happen and the manager was like oh yeah because you know, we called to have it fixed because it's for your guys safety and I was like no that's bullshit bro I called OSHA today that's why <laughs> my manager just gave me a, a look and was like he knew he was stupid <laughs> it was a great time great time alright what are we at we are at 54 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I believe we're going to probably call this a wrap. All right. Sounds Um, good. Good, good, good. I appreciate you guys for listening. This is actually pretty dope to make. And I can't wait to listen back to this. Woo. All the edits you're going to have to do, you're going to have to do, because I do nothing else. Yeah, he's pretty (laughs) much just here for fucking entertainment purposes. You're damn straight. He's also going to be the one who brings in the guests, because we have hilarious friends. Um, Shouts out. Yeah, it's gonna be great when we have our get our guests in here because you think we can't stay on topic now? Oh boy, we're gonna be roasting each other over the way we say words. It's gonna be fucking ridiculous. Woo! All right, guys, this has been Barless in the Morning, and I'm Cash at Night. You guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Bye bye.